Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome back to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here on this, the 25th day, the last weekend in May. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Hello, hello. And, of course, there's... Paul, the Hi. best we can afford, <laughs> Paul, the producer. Come on, man. I thought I'd get like a special birthday tribute today. Is it your birthday? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, dude. Happy birthday. Thank you. How old are you now? <laughs> I'm going to be 36. Uh, I'm not still, 36 still yet. Still a baby. Is it? It feels like that much closer to being an adult. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Too you know late. what? If that wasn't true. <laughs> Too late. If that wasn't so true. I'll, I'll tell you what. i tell you what. 30 to 40 is literally like I went to bed and woke up. It's the blink of an eye. Really? I mean, seriously. More I, so than, than your 20s? How they no, disappear? everything kind of just like chugged along through my 20s. Then you then you hit 30 and like, okay, well, because 30 is kind of like a real milestone, right? You're yeah. not in your 20s, right? Yeah. And then you go to bed and you wake up and you're married with four kids. I was single at 30. <sighs> yeah. And by the time I was 40, I was like, holy cow. And then after 40, it's like the home stretch, right? Everything's now like light speed ahead, right? <laughs> it's, it's awful. It really is. <laughs> Well, great. Thanks. Uh, the joys Thanks for of the aging. We've got yeah. so much to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio where we talk about dying and the aging process. Yes. So Speaking of the aging process, how was your old man's trip? Your golf trip? Old man's trip. Yeah, why is it an old, old man's, man's trip? Because it kind of is. It's like a bunch, of, it's a bunch of guys that are in their 30s that act like they're like 75 years old. Man, listen, I'm, no, surprised, I'm surprised he's got that many I'm happy he's got that many friends That's he can true. go to a golfing trip with. That is true. That is true. Thanks. And you do it once a year. It's your annual thing. Yeah. Was it all you expected and more? It was magical. Magical. It was magical. It was magical. So when you when you canceled the meeting the other day, I ended up going to the smoke in anyway. Because, yeah, because I, I I had a babysitter for the night. My parents were there, oh. so I was like, you know what? <laughs> let me enjoy Stephanie the and my sister were out at a soap making class, me, <laughs> and uh, let me enjoy the moment. Yeah, so I went for a drink, and I had Adam's beer, which we will be tasting on air soon. Oh yes. And How was it? it? I really loved it. I'm, Have you I'm had not, it? I'm not an IPA guy, no. man. You mean like a double IPA? I know yeah. it's a double IPA, and I was nervous that I would not like it. It's awesome. It's very rounded. It's not super bitter. And I, Brewmeister's brew. And I, we, we ran out of it last night, too. Oh, you did? Really? But there's five more kegs coming well, a week from Monday. Well, you were there on Thursday night for I quite a while. I guess it's selling. Yeah. Oh, we, nice. we, we, we went through three kegs in like three weeks. Do people know it's your beer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the sticker it. helps. People get excited about it. I think. Hey, well, there you go. Well, we got the thing on the TVs. The Brewmeister. Oh, you're you're pushing it. Well, well we got to let people know that the Brewmeister made a beer. Yeah. Right? So we had to do that. So yeah, it's that's there. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now available. Still available at West Palm Beach. So uh, go to the Davidoff Lounge. <laughs> and it will be I, I, available I in Boynton, right? I asked him to take videos, take pictures, so we can make six. Like, <laughs> yeah, cool you marketing. mentioned this. He shows up with like two photos, and one of it's like, and the video is like the bubbling beer in a vat. That's it. Like in all, not him. Like that's a putting, ro- that's the good rolling boil. No, I but we want to see you doing it. Was, it, was, it, was the, the point. He wasn't in any photos. 
But in my defense, I never take photos of myself. I know, but they, he's right. I, if I had known about this, I would have tried to send somebody up there with you. I should have thought of that. It was my fault. To take a picture of him, like, smelling the barley. Right? Like, yeah. Oh, that's good. We're going to make some marketing, you know, a nice little marketing package. <laughs> Gotta get well, up in the I hops. think that it's going to happen again because it's a great recipe. I said to him, I was like, how do we make this a regular thing? Is uh, Selfish Brewing uh, on board to keep making this? I think you make it as long as you want. Uh, we'd have to, we'll talk. We'll have to talk to David next week when he's here as our guest. Are you going to try to make some seasonals? Uh, that was another thought I had. Is mm. I have to come up with another. I have to come up with something else because this was trying to do a seasonal something. Oh, you know what I would really, like something you release once a year. Well, like what I would like to do is I would like to get a good Mars on recipe for Oktoberfest. Obviously, because I'm a big Oktoberfest. Fan. Everybody does an Oktoberfest beer, but uh, you know, I mean. I, uh, I mean, but I'm a big fan of do like those a Father's styles. Day beer. <laughs> Ooh, you know, do a do mm. do an off, you know, where nobody else is making a beer for that occasion, and make it your own recipe. Okay, but the problem with that is, okay, Father's Day is in June. Yeah, that's you don't have enough time. That, now. That's usually when you try to get a summer beer out, and you're doing more summer ales and summer lagers. There's a lot of those. So the question with that is, do you do a summer style lager? Well, that that would be up to you your try- discretion what right. you make. But I'm saying, don't do Oktoberfest. Everybody does Oktoberfest. Right, that's but I, true. But I would do an Oktoberfest on steroids. Do a I harvest to do that fest previously. for Thanksgiving. You know, yeah, call it a little something different. Yeah, do a harvest mm-hmm. fest for Thanksgiving or you know a New Year's. You know, well, you know, I tried beer. that previously. I made a Marzan that was dry hopped, and it came out basically as like a black IPA that was based on a Marzan recipe. I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, right he's now. lost me there <laughs> completely. Uh, there's sounded, people saying that they tried the beer. By the way, it sounded racist to me. That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> listen, Black I've got. IPA, listen, I've got. A listen, lot of- there's good. There's good reviews. Like Hector, one of our longtime listeners, one of our top fans, said he had it a few days ago and it was really good. The I gotta check that top, I gotta check the top fans again to see who's. Ooh, it changes alert. weekly. I know. I just gotta pick a random day and see who the top five are. Yeah, I, it's, I, I've it's gotten a cool. lot of compliments. It's been very. Pr- so you know I would tell you if I didn't like it, too. I'm, I'm just I know you being honest. Yeah. I thought it was really good. It's very high alcohol content, though. Yeah. Oh, nice. I drank a whole pint, and oh, really? Anna didn't warn me that it was, You're, what is it, 9.8? 9. 9. 9. 9. You, you, you are a whole pint yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. <laughs> I had to wait a little bit to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you had a good time on your trip. Well, thank yes. you. Anyway, uh, Steve Zengel of Los Caidos Cigars will be our... Uh, Meet your maker today, and also from Life of a Ride Time, also Grace Sotolongo. Where are they now? Where are they now? I love I love this segment, Where Are uh, They Now? Uh, you know who we still need to get and I really want to have? Who? Michael Cusano. I can make that happen. I, we, I'll we, reach out to him. We'll make that happen. That. Yeah, I can make that happen. I don't know who that is. Here's a guy who really just fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Even more than Timmy Ozinger, just gone. Yeah. But, like, I mean... Obviously, when we've had Tim on, we've learned that he technically still has a fighting interest. Something, but, yeah. But he's and he's working on something new. He's been pretty good at not staying yeah. involved, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, Michael, you don't even hear his name anymore. Just oh, yeah. what did Where did he work? Well, uh, he had his own brand, Cusano Brands. Oh, Cusano okay. Cigars, And, yeah. and uh, Davidoff acquired them, and then he Around the same time, shortly, they had Camacho, yeah. yeah, and then shortly after that, he just left. Huh. Well, that's and, kind and of the like, dream, right? And, and, like, left. Unlike a lot of these other guys who come back with new companies or whatever, reinvest the money but nope i mean even fred Ruiz still all over he's gonna be on coop this week or something i saw i mean he's like still yeah. all over yeah he's some panel or something or something. but he's not doing a brand no for now but he's still around right. you hear him you see him you know well that's because we fo- you follow him on social media and he's still in the social media he still, he still goes to cigar functions or something yeah, yeah he's know? involved somehow because he does talk to all the cigar media guys yeah still. i mean he's 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 still enjoying the you know the bask of the cigar industry 
Is that what we call it now? Yeah, I just made it up. It sounded good. Wait, right. speaking of social media, just quickly, did you know that Matt Booth and Guy Fieri are like good friends? Yeah. Everybody saw There's, that post. Yeah, yeah, it was great. That was really cool to well, see. Matt was also on an edition of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I got to watch that For one. like five seconds. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, like a couple of years ago. Ah, well, I didn't know that, and I saw that post. I thought that was cool. No, it blew you away. He's a, yeah, he loves Matt's jewelry. Yeah, I, so maybe that's what I, I always see his jewelry. He always has a lot of jewelry on. I wonder if a lot of it's Matt's. You could tell just by looking at it. Room yeah. 101, a lot of skulls. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Very much so. <laughs> no, he's got other stuff. <laughs> anyway, I, I, every, week, every week here at KMA, we love to give wonderful <laughs> things away. Our good friends over at Zykar have the Zykar poll of the week. Last week, we asked you what was the thing when you, you do when you first arrive at your job in the morning. Amazingly enough, uh, 25% of you said check my email or voicemail and good employees. take my morning poo. Twenty five percent shared. Yes. Also, thirty one percent of you said make a pot of coffee. Good idea. Congratulations to James Lucanbill of Heath, Texas. He took home last week's prize. If you'd like a Zyker XI one cutter in orange with black wings, head over to the KMA Talk Radio KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your <laughs> cast your vote in this week's poll on what is your feelings about the Game of Thrones final episode. A lot of great choices to choose from. So. Now, I'm sure you didn't watch it. You're I did not. not. Enjoy it. Are, I, are you into it? No, but so, I, there's no point in me talking about it. Everyone is talking about it still. But I, David Chase made a post, and he said, "Apparently, those of you that watched Game of Thrones never had your favorite show just fade to black on the last last episode." <laughs> I was well, like, "I mean, I, I, genius. I it, He's right." I, I found it absurd. I found it absurd that three hundred thousand people petitioned for the showrunners to like rewrite and reshoot the last season. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. it's hilarious, but. There was nothing wrong with it. I think people ha- need to have a realistic expectation about the conclusion of any like long-range thing. Yeah. That was my, not issue, but that was my not observation of Endgame, happy. right? No big spoilers here, but Endgame's tying up 10 years of storyline, right. right? You're not going to have the action that you had in the first half of Endgame Infinity Wars, because that's where all the drama This is the wrap-up. Right, it's the wrap-up. So here at Game of Thrones really had to wrap up 10 years of the storyline, and you would, you know, if you were looking for like thrillers and action, it wasn't happening, you know. Yeah, so. totally understandable. Are also our good friends over at Recluse have the Recluse Caption Contest of the Week. Congratulations to Michael West of Ramona, California. He took home last week's five pack. If you'd like a five pack of Recluse cigars, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and post your best caption on this week's photo of the inflatable alligator with an alligator riding on it. There's a video of it too. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody literally found that in their backyard. Apparently. Oh, what's now this that camera? That calls right here? for a beer. There's a camera. Oh, yeah, that was that was an accident. Okay. That was that one. <laughs> but thanks for noticing. <laughs> I was looking. At it, I was watching the show. I'm like, whoa! We got a camera shot at the ceiling. Good job, Paul. Well done. All right, we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Steve Zengel of Los Caidos Cigars and Life of a Ride Time. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history. 
with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Introducing the H. Upman Connecticut Grupo de Maestro, a redefined Connecticut that exhibits a fuller and deeper flavor, combining over 200 years of cigar making and refinement. The Grupo de Maestros, a brotherhood of master blenders, inspired to create a new definition of a time-honored legend. This collaborative H. Upman features a robust blend of luscious filler, including a layer of specially cultivated Pilotico tobacco or an incomparable Rich complexity. The H. Upman Grupo de Maestros defined heritage, redefined Connecticut. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is the place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Hi, hi, hi. And, of course, Paul. <laughs> hi. Hi, Paul. That was a very perky hi. I'm in a good mood today because I'm going to Disney as soon as I we get out of here. work on changing that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
Well, you, if you're going to fire me to put me in a bad mood, fire me now. And we I'll can't just, fire, head, head to Orlando we now. We can't fire you. We can't afford anybody. Paul, <laughs> the producer. Yeah. The best we could afford. Thanks, Colin. Believe me. Don't fire him now. I don't and he's him. still overpaid. <laughs> I owe. Gotta add that tag I, I owe him money. Yeah. That's what we said. Anyway, it's time for we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, K-Bed Talk Radio is pleased to welcome Steve Sengel of Los Kaidos Cigars and Life of Ride Time. From small shop owner to cigar brand owner, Steve has been servicing local police and fire and elephant associations for years with the sole purpose of raising funds for those brave <laughs> men and women. I was having trouble hearing him over the music. Oh, uh, were you? Yeah. You don't want me to turn you on? It, that, no, not, no, no, no. I, I couldn't good. hear your voice. Our blend uh, is different the, than, the, than the, the on-air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to help Colin out. It's all right. He's we're we're a work in progress. <laughs> Seven years. We're not prepared. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're getting there. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> oh, you Steve, Steve, welcome to the show. Welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Thank you very oh, much. There we go. Hey. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome. What a privilege. First time in the studio, too. First time in nice. the studio. Really excited about it. Nice. So, Steve, tell us about your journey, uh, one, to this event. I mean, you started out as a cigar shop owner. Yes. And do you still have your shop? No. No. How long have you been out of the retail side of it? Uh, since 15, early 16. So do you miss it? No. <laughs> but, he, but he has an interesting story because he, well, opened, a shop in, he opened a shop in Jersey, yep. and much like my family, uh, Sandy kind of ravaged your shop, right? Yeah, it was uh, oh, the, the hurricane. hurricane Sandy. Not the girl. Sandy? Oh, wow. Were you a victim of tickle, Sandy? Tickle, tickle, Yeah, so uh, in 2012, I was working with Scott Regina down in Virginia. Oh, yeah, great guy. Yeah, so I was coaching college basketball. We didn't make the 2A tournament, got fired. I ended up going to work with Scott. And then my wife is like, listen, kids aren't, you know, we're getting older. Your parents are all back home. Let's go back. And I said, okay, no problem. She goes, what are you going to do? I said, I want to open up a cigar shop. So I talked to Scott, and he showed me everything, taught me awesome. So I go back up there in February 212. Kids had to finish school, so the wife and kids stayed back. I built the shop up, reinvested everything. Eight months later, Sandy just wiped wow. out. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was 500 feet. So if you see the iconic picture of that Ferris wheel in the ocean, I was 500 feet away from that. So like Snooky, the situation, all those right. people mm-hmm. came through. It was like in that town. Wow. Yeah, Seaside yeah. Heights, right? Yeah, or, Seaside, or right around there. Yeah, Seaside Heights. It was right on the boulevard. And that was the end of the shop. That was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was the end, you, it was the end of the town, end of the shop. End wow. of the lot. But yeah. then you reopened another shop. I did. I, w- I had to wait. Um, an incredible story about Scott, too, later about this, if you want. But sure, yeah, so sure. I, I sure opened up. Yeah, so I had to take off. I mean, it, literally, the whole town was decimated. That's when the roads came up, buildings collapsed. Now, meanwhile, your wife and kids were still uh, in Virginia. In Virginia, yeah. Okay. That's so, good. Uh, so I was—I de- didn't know what I was going to do, and you know, I ended up going back in the school system of work. And some guy remembered my doctorate degree hanging up on my shelf because everyone's like, "Hey, you have a doctorate degree in education? What are you doing selling cigars?" And it was my like "f you," you know, like right. I hung it right behind the <laughs> register. Right. So some dude remembered that, and after Sandy he called and he's like, "Listen, dude, you're not selling any cigars in the winter, especially in Seaside. The town is gone. Right? What do you, you know, what are you about? Think about coming to my school." I said, "Your school? What are you talking about? Your school?" He said, "I'm the superintendent." You have a doctorate degree in education. We could really use some people to help us through this mess. Because like, they were in, they, the, all the kids from the seaside and all the areas, affected. they were all affected. Oh, they, right. they were, it was the sending school district. So mm-hmm. I was like, 
sure I'll consider it. So I was fortunate enough in January to get a job as a high school vice principal. Wow. And then I started looking, where am I going to put my new shop, right? Like, I want to keep going with this thing. So about 10 miles north of my hometown, Wall Township, I found an awesome place. It was freestanding building. No one's going to complain about the scar smoke. It's own parking lot. It was perfect. But I didn't have a lot of money. So I just started applying for credit cards, which I could do now because I had the six-figure vice principal salary, right? (laughs) So credit, 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 credit. Scott calls. Says, I heard what happened because Scott was born in Freehold, New Jersey, same town as Bruce and all that other happy horse stuff. So uh, I said, Scott, I need everything. And he goes, No, really, what do you need? (laughs) And I was like, No, really, I need everything. (laughs) So about two weeks later, about $30,000 worth of inventory showed up and said, Pay me when you can. I opened that up and I cried like a little baby. Like, what do you do do to that? What do you do? You know, so I've since paid him off and it was was touching, man, because he literally gave me my whole store. To get That's me back great. up and running again. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stories like that in this industry. It's a very helpful industry for the most part, you know. A uh, handful of, you know, I don't want to say a nasty word, but a handful of just really like not friendly wankers. <laughs> you know. Can we call them wankers? <laughs> I've always heard stories where, like, you know, Jonathan was having trouble figuring out something in the in the farms in Ernesto Press Carrillo. He spent like 48 hours over there with them helping them. There's always great... Really? Yeah, there's always great stories like that of guys coming through uh, for each other in this industry. It's, it's, uh, it's always amazing to hear stuff like that. Yeah, I what mean, do you say to that? That's, that's amazing. That's a great guy. I mean, and, and you know what? And that's the philosophy I have as an employer. You mean, two of my former employees now have their own shops. You know, if you're a good employer, my, my philosophy is you should make your employees grow. But, you know, there's two types of owners, really. There's ones that like to keep their employees under their thumb right. and never never really excel or succeed because they want to keep them kind of hostage. And there's right, ones stay that, with me. Right, and there's ones that realize the reality is everybody grows. My job is that while you're here, I'm going to make you a better employee, hopefully a more skilled person, a more educated person about business, and when you move on, you can take those tools with you and use them you know, for better. And, and for the most part, uh, I've been in touch with almost everybody who's kind of left on good terms, so it's been real good. It's good stuff. Nice. So, so it was at that shop that you decided to start doing what you're doing now, right? Really. Yeah, so it was at that shop. I, I had a, a guy coming in trying to, to sell a cigar line that I didn't think was going to go anywhere, but really needed help with his family. He had a uh, hardware store that got shut down by the Home Depot's Lowe's of the world. So he was looking for a job, anything, and the cigar wasn't very reputable. I'm not going to say its name online. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, listen, dude, why don't you stop that? Be- become the manager of the shop. I got to be the high school VP until we figure this out. And then I also hired a retired PD, a police department officer from that town. That was my hometown as well. I taught there, grew up there, went to school there, everything. So he started working in the shop and all of a sudden we became the cigar shop to go help raise money for family members of fallen police officers, not yet firefighters at that point because he was a he was a cop, mm-hmm. right? So all his boys were Those coming Those are guys in, hey, he knows. Well, I, I like where this is going. We're going to tease it forward. We're going to keep knowing more about this journey that we have here, right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar, smoke it, enjoy it, spend an hour with it, and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. 
Follow the legend to Nicaragua. The Monte Cristo Nicaragua series is the latest addition to the extraordinary legacy of Monte Cristo. Blended in Nicaragua, the balance of this cigar is undeniable. And now it's been awarded a top 10 cigar of 2018 by Cigar Aficionado. This exquisite and complex 100 Perfect Puro uses only the best tobacco, combining body and flavor for a stellar appearance. A unique smoking experience that is now a top 10 cigar of the year. Monte Cristo Nicaragua. Two legends coming together to create one legendary cigar. Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JREtobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Did you say 25 alcohol by volume. I mean, is that just like liquor then? Basically, but... I mean, that's a beer? Yeah. What is that? 
It, it's uh, I forget the name of it, but it comes in a dead squirrel, like an actual dead. It comes squirrel? in like an actual dead yes. squirrel. It comes in like a, a like a mummified dead squirrel, or well, it's like been, a rotting dead squirrel. Not, not a rotting dead squirrel. It's basically been like you know how you um, bronze. No, you put it on the wall, stuff it, no, taxidermy. Yeah. yeah, taxidermy. It's a taxidermy squirrel. No, that's and, not. And real. the bottle of beer comes in it. Yeah. How does the FDA allow that? I don't know. FDA doesn't care about anything. That's a, Except about the cigar industry and how we're swirl. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a recipe for trouble. That's funny. <laughs> how, many, how much do they serve when they pour it for you? Like two ounces? I, I want it one It just now. comes in a bottle, yeah. You can... <laughs> can you get Dude, it you got, is the Is the bottle in the squirrel so you like hold the squirrel as you drink it? Yeah. Is, it, is, like a, <laughs> you, you is little... the squirrel like a beer uh, koozie? D- during the next break, I'll uh, I'll find the photos. So like it. it's yeah. a squirrel koozie. Yeah. Interesting. What's it called? Dead squirrel? No, it, I forget what it's called. But roadkill. Yeah, I'll find it's it. Not, but okay, we'll, we'll find well, it during the next break. For a beer. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. Yes. Anyway, we're here with Steve Zengel of uh, Audio Library is getting expensive. Kind of cigars. Uh, anyway, we were talking about how Steve got into raising money for benevolent foundations for the police officers. You have a problem with that word, bene- benevolent. Benevolent. Yeah. Yeah. Benevolent. There you go. You yeah. got it. Or benevolent. Yeah, what <laughs> sounds like an ice cream flavor? Uh, what? Some benevolent with some chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> anyway, we're here still with Steve, and before we went to the break, we were talking about how he got into raising money for the good people in blue. Well, so you were at the shop. Yes, you yes. were starting to raise money with events. Yeah, so so the uh, you know because Frank worked in a place, he was a wall cop. Everybody started coming in saying, "Listen, we're doing this to raise money. We're doing this to raise money. Can you come out and serve cigars at the golf outing, casino night, picnic, every, uh, cruise night, everything?" Get it up three, four times a week. Yeah, yep. you, you know it. The so, wonderful world of retail. Yes, yes. So uh, so I, I obliged, and I'd go out, and sometimes it was free donations, gift auction items, all that type of stuff. You you know. And then sometimes they'd allow me to sell and give back. So at the end of the day, I'm giving back 200 bucks. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, what, what's going on with that family? What did they go through? How much do they need? They're like, oh, you know, they lost their father, lost a husband, primary income earner. They need wow. 20 grand. And here I am giving $200. It was embarrassing. Because it solved the problem. Yeah, it's, it's dropping a bucket stuff. So then, you know, my shop was in the same town as headquarters as Sub Sandwich Franchise Jersey Mike's. And he's, those guys came in, I'm, I'm friends with them all and, and whatnot, and we were sitting there talking, I was telling them the same problem, lamenting to them, and they said, listen, dude, shut all this down, stop being a vice principal, stop everything, come out with a cigar, give a dollar back like we do through subs, you'll help a lot more people in a much bigger way, so that's what I did. A month, month or two later, put my resignation in as a vice principal, shut the shop down. My manager ended up going to open up his own shop because he wanted to stay in the industry. Good friend. And I, yeah, and I said, I'm out, let's go, let's go do it. So then the uh, talks with Paul Palmer and, and Cos Fernandez came. And, and, and this is basically what you've been doing now for two, three years? No, I did okay. it, and I came out with 500 boxes, and then somebody from CI, I guess, was vacationed at the Jersey Shore because we live in a very prominent summer vacation spot. Uh-huh. They saw all this piled up in the shop before I was going to close, and long conversation, never knew who it was, and then all of a sudden I was starting to talk to you know Laura and Craig and yes. went out there for a meeting, and they picked up the boxes they posted it out there we sold out in a few months and then i learned about profit margins and business and i realized that was more of a hobby with a hope right that i didn't i wasn't serious about it so then wasn't gonna feed the family it wasn't gonna feed the family and i was like i gotta get better i gotta get a lot better yeah so once they picked it up and it got out there uh we sold out pretty quickly before the year's end and i, I, I realized i had to get a much, much better profit margins weren't there and everything else so i shut everything down got back into the classroom as a teacher not as an administrator now, so at this point time. At this point in this timeline, yeah. have, have you done the original ride yet or no? 
the we started selling in 16. They were almost sold out. I left October 1st in 16 to go cross country in two okay. weeks. Came back October 15th, and then a month after that, they were gone by Christmas. Okay. So then I took the ride in October at the more tail end of it. Yeah. And then once it sold out, I was like, I, I just, I'm done. So two years I took to get better, go to seminars. Now just to refresh our, our listeners who may have yeah, not man. been exposed the first time around. Sure. You, you took on a pretty... Uh, uh, <laughs> you can't curse. No, no. What's the word I'm looking for? It was a very uh, ambitious, night? ambitious. It was a yes. very ambitious feat of driving across the country in 14 days. Yeah, yeah. I, and I was and this just, was just what to bring attention to the brand, raise awareness, raise money through the cigars, raise money through donations. I really didn't know. I just got fed right. up because all the du- you know the Dallas guys downtown in July 16 got ambushed. Five were dead, nine injured, yeah. and I was like. With stuff's going sideways here, you know? So I just got on my bike. I took off from school. I said, listen, I'm gone for two weeks. You know, see you later. And I just, I left. And we, we, we talked to you before that ride started. You talked to me before the ride. And let me say this to people, another great story, and you probably don't even remember this, but Emily Hassel put a GoFundMe page through Smoke oh, did In. She? You did. Okay. You both, you supported it. Okay. She did it. All right. And I don't know if you recall, you gave me $386.71 for the cost. Oh, wow. Okay. So I appreciate that to <laughs> you. Emily smoking and and she, that's why she, you get she has the a baby cat. now, yeah. little baby boy. That's, that's awesome. Jerry has a baby. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it was funny you were saying that. It's like if you ask me what I did, yeah, I went to bed last night. I woke up, married two kids. You know, it's like, <laughs> it happens. I know. That thirty to forty is like a time warp. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but not to bring anybody down. But it does. It goes now, fast. Now, I enjoy did, it. How did that first? Uh, ride go for you it was a mess yeah it was, was a mess it was the dumbest thing i've ever done in my life it was very ambitious again. i remember talking on the radio i'm like Explain you called it. you said to me you're like z you're nuts you're you're crazy what are you doing very masochistic ride <laughs> it was it was crazy so it was uh it was like 15 hours i remember going through denver in a hailstorm there's pictures of it on my uh, facebook page and cops wanted me to get off i told them what i was doing they're like dude your life's at your own risk they shut the roads down but i had to go through uh, because i have stops i have events right. and then one day uh, I, I remember the longest day it seemed like we did a uh, i left vegas we did an event in vegas and then the next morning, I had to get up at 4.30. We did Lunch and Learn at Lordsburg Cigars in Laverne, California. Or, oh. I'm sorry, Kegs and Eggs. Lunch and Learn at Hoffer's in La Mesa right outside San Diego. And I was there for the Scottsdale um, event at the Hideaway oh at that God. night. All in one day. But that was every day. Like, that wasn't just that one day. Like so you I went did. from yeah. Vegas to San Diego to Phoenix. Vegas to L.A. Vegas to L.A. To San Diego to Scottsdale. <laughs> wow. And that, that was every day of the ride. Every day of the ride. We had Hurricane Matthew roll up us in Savannah, Georgia, that caused us to go three hours inside to come back outside. It was just a mess, dude. Wow. It was absolutely a mess. 700, 750 miles on a bike every day. Wow. I'll never do it again. So that's why we changed the model. That's why we went to the new model. Now explain this, what the new model is now, what you're doing. So the new model is we came back this year, and I, I really told you it took two years off to think about it. So what we do now is I go into a city on a Thursday night. I'll go Friday, say hi to everybody, the police department, fire department, cigar shops, whatnot. We'll do a cigar event on a Friday night. Saturday, take the ride out of a local Harley-Davidson dealership unless you're in West Palm Beach on June 8th. It's not. It's one of the only two out of the 20 I'm doing this year throughout the country that's not at a Harley-Davidson dealer because of your strong support. Wow. And, uh, and that's it. And then we just we ride for a couple hours. We Start off with a registration, donuts, juice, coffee. Just seems so much more enjoyable. <laughs> it's way more yeah. enjoyable, dude. And I got to tell you, too, it's, it's way, way more, more enjoyable than the vice principal job, too. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, sure you know it is. I mean? Oh, no, I got to ride for a couple hours, right? but not 750 <laughs> yeah. miles. Give me yeah. a box of cigars and we show it off. So tell us about this brand now. Let me, let me show our listeners this. So Los Caídos is Spanish for the fall, and we wanted to uh, tilt our 
hat to the traditional Latino community. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, want some white dude saying, hey, the cigar industry is mine and whatnot. So I just wanted to really give respect to those who came before me. And then Los Caídos is Spanish for the fallen. So every cigar that we sell, we give a dollar back to family members of fallen police officers and firefighters. The blue line is for police officer families. The red line is for the firefighter families. I love that. And since October, we've given out $4,500. So we're so, pretty proud of that. So I have to ask the very important, intriguing questions on everybody's mind right now. Yeah. Do the blue line sell better than the red line? <laughs> That's it's, a great uh, question. No, no, no joke. Almost dead even right really? now. Really? Oh, wow. Almost dead even. Uh, dead even. I think right now, nine boxes. We had 1,500 each have made. I think right now um, we're under 1,000, and it's almost a dead heat. Nice. Almost a dead heat. That's great, actually. Yeah. Very cool. Both two great, important causes that need support. Absolutely. Very nice. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we get back, more with Steve. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. Again, what a delicious cigar. For hundreds of years, the indigenous people of the Dominican Republic took tobacco and rolled it tightly into palm leaves. These long cylinders of tobacco, called yagua, created different, unique, robust flavors and aromas, and that original tobacco is now, for the first time, featured in La Aurora Dominican DNA. Full-bodied, robust, spicy, and elegant, La Aurora Dominican DNA is a return to the roots of Dominican cigar making that only La Aurora can provide. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Mi Carida, a robust, extremely flavorful liga, compromised of rich Nicaraguan leaf hand-rolled in a 100% naturally fermented, heavily broadleaf capa. Earthy and dense, with a long-lasting, slightly dirty finish, Mi Carida is delightfully lush and full-bodied on the palate, offering an extremely satisfying experience for the most passionate of cigar smokers. Ask your tobacconist for Mi Carida today to affinity and beyond that is where affinity cigars will take you these mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade ecuadorian connecticut tobacco creating a cigar that delivers a smooth rich creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch affinity cigars have become america's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand insurance companies make profit only one way taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, 
they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker and Zimmerman, defending the injured. 800-866-LAWS. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is a place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. You. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm, I'm Adam K, the Brewmeister. Uh, with me, of course, uh, the man, the myth, Mr. Honest Dave. we got to update that information. What information? On the pier. Oh, hold oh. on. i I got I to gotta upload the images, but yeah. we can talk about it briefly. It's it's called... From it's Brewdog, Brewdog? Bre it's Brewdog Brewery in Scotland. That originally did it. came out in 2016. Originally. So it's literally a squirrel I'm going to post it right now. The bottle is inside the squirrel's body, and mm -hmm. the neck of the bottle protrudes out of the squirrel's mouth. And yeah. some of them are are decorated. Dressed up in kilts They're and whatnot. They're up now. Yeah. And... I don't know, man. This bottle, makes me feel one weird. Bottle, do you see how many ounces that bottle is? Is it a regular? Like, it looks like 16? a regular size. It looks bottle. like a regular because it's a squirrel's body. Yeah. How squirrel's body ain't that big? <laughs> You're not going to fit that much. Not a growler body. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 maybe it's a big fat squirrels and they put them in forties. You know? No, no. no the not. guy, look, you can see the guy's hand holding it. Twenty thousand dollars for a oh bottle, and, and I was off because it was fifty-five percent alcohol by volume. Twenty thousand dollars. I'd like to know if anybody's actually bought this thing. Yeah, comment if you have. I, yeah. I, I, I highly doubt our listeners have bought it yet. I don't know. If anybody had bought it, it might be our listeners. Let me say something. I'm not an animal rights activist, but that thing makes me uncomfortable. Like, wanna, it feels wrong. I want to start a GoFundMe page so we can just get one, put it on the show, and Adam drink it. <laughs> Would you drink a 55% uh, volume alcohol beer by... That was in a squirrel's body? Slowly. More imp Ew, that's... What? That's, <laughs> that sounded sexual. Ouch. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. That doesn't bother you that they killed a squirrel so that they can put a bottle well, of beer I don't, in its I don't mouth? Think they, I don't it's so they, barbaric. They probably just found a bunch of dead squirrels. Yeah, no. I don't think they don't killed think a squirrel for the purpose squirrels. of this. Yeah. I there's think they might be dead squirrels. There are there. plenty of dead squirrels, or plenty of like. There's some taxidermist somewhere who they have set up who keeps finding squirrels, and they're like, "Hey, guy, when you get a squirrel, let us know. We need to put a bottle." No, but this is your assumption. It's not like you've talked with the guy. Yeah, you obviously not. Well, they might be on eBay. You they, can probably check eBay right now. Yeah, see if probably, there's a stuffed squirrel in there. They probably got squirrel traps. But like, they have laid to taxidermy them to a certain to a certain so like to I'm, a certain stand I'm, stance. I'm, and I'm assuming they taxidermy them with the bottle, and yeah. then they fill the bottle. Yeah. 
I really don't think they're putting that in Something this world. Something is so wrong with this world that, that people drink out of that. I'm sorry. Adam would. That, that really, I, that, uh, that like bothers me that you would drink out of that. There's beer in the bottle. Adam, so. Adam was at Whole Foods last night asking for it. Do you have $20,000? It's right into Whole Foods. Excuse me, JB. Right? Uh, do you have the dead squirrel beer? <laughs> Listen, Sebastian Maniscalco did a whole skit on Whole Foods. Oh, he did? I was cracking up. I was thinking of Adam the whole time. Had he mentioned something about drinking at Whole Foods, I would have, I would have shared it on KMA. But you're a need... Chicago comic. Sorry, hilarious. I got to put this okay. up on the screen one more time. Just because this, I can't, I can't believe that this exists. That's fantastic. Oh, Grace, Grace is not sure how to find the place. I well, I gave her an address. Okay. I'll, she She's did text me. me. Okay. Uh, well, uh, okay. We'll, we'll let him do that. We'll talk to. So, Steve, you said you're doing just it's Saturdays coming on Thursday. Meet and greets. Saturday, go for a couple hour rides. Where are you going? Obviously, June eighth, you're here in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yep. If people still want to sign up, where do they have to? They have to sign up anywhere? Do they just show up? What do they have to do? Yeah, they could go to lifeofaridetime.org. There's mm -hmm. a little block with the uh, individual registration link to every city we're going to. We did Dallas May fourth. We're doing Memphis uh, June first, and then it's on until November, right? So we got West Palm the eighth, Detroit. Um, Chicago, it's it's just I can't even re keep track of it all, but it's just it's all out there. It's a lot. It's twenty cities. Twenty wow. cities. It's still it's still till no till November uh, tour. Yeah, I had to turn down there were a couple cities, so we were supposed to do San Fran, L.A., and New Orleans, and I was just like, you know, oh, how'd not, you not, pass on New Orleans? I know. Well, I love New Orleans. It's, it still might be up in the air. They're giving me a lot of shit. So. <laughs> Again, stop, 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 stop. They're giving me a lot of stuff. One, stop. one more, and he might be the soccer record. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, a, he's got a little ways to go, I think. Yeah, I think Sokka said it four times in one sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Sokka's my boy. I like, I like, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's holding the standing record for the I'm most I'm not here times. to break any records with that. I'll let him, I'll let him hold that. I don't want to be, be disrespectful to you guys. I feel uh, bad. It's natural. You know, we, we're so tuned to it for so many years of doing this when we put these headsets on. Yeah. It, we just don't even think about it anymore. We just, it's natural. But yeah. like we, we, we started doing a couple late night episodes, which we're overdue for one. We got to do a KMA late yeah. night, right? That doesn't broadcast on terrestrial radio. So it was very hard for us to learn that, oh, we could actually swear now. You know, it, 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 that took a hard, hard thing to get used to, yeah. but very cool. And I think I'm doing better by saying that instead of the F bomb, and it's like it's still wow. considered a curse. You know, you forget. And this from a child's educator. Good yes. job. Yeah, Keep up the good that, work. that happened once, too. Trust I me. Can imagine. But that's why he's cursing, because yeah. he was an educator. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. point. Good now, point. for our local listeners, you, yeah. what's what's going on this weekend? So, local everybody? listeners this weekend, um, you know, uh, here today and then tonight, I'm going to be down with Luz at Neptune because I'm flying out of Lauderdale. So, she carries the cigar. I'm going to be with her for a couple hours. And then next week is the big week. We're down at your Boynton Beach location on Friday night, the 7th. And then Saturday, at the Casting Line Crystal in Boynton Beach. That's going to have Friday well, night event. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Two so weeks. that's what I'm saying. I can't yeah. keep up. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. June eighth, and then um, or June seventh, that Friday night, and then June eighth is really, really cool because the riders were getting together in the front of your West Palm Beach location at the Davidoff Lounge. At the Davidoff Lounge, we're going to meet in the parking lot, donuts, juice, yep. uh, coffee, whatever. I don't know how many people are going to join us. Everybody knows about it, and then we're just going to take a ride. We always go to see one or two memorials. We stop for lunch, and then an after party, but. Because of your strong support and because you've been with me for the past couple of years, we're going to actually start and stop at your place. Oh, nice. And it's the first and only um, ride that we're not doing out of a local Harley-Davidson dealer. So of all 20 wow. rides, Philly isn't leaving out of a dealer because it's where my warehouse is and this. And those are the only two. 
I'm a little sad because I won't be around that weekend. We were, we were going to be out of town. We randomly, I know. him and I are both out of town that weekend. I know. Really sad because we wanted to do a live KMA. That's why you came on earlier now. Correct. But yeah, we ended up uh, being out of town that weekend. But it's still going to be going yeah. on there. So Absolutely. for those of our listeners in South Florida, and even if you're not, and you can make plans to come, it's June 8th, correct? June, June 8th is the ride. June 7th is the event at the Boynton, yeah. Boynton Beach location. It should be a great ride. And I know, I know actually a couple of our staff. Uh, recently have acquired motorcycles, so you probably have three or four of our guys riding with you, That's too. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It'll put them toward the back. Put them toward the front. Yeah. Put, them, put them toward the back. Give them somebody to follow. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> this way, if, they, if you lose one, no one will know. Hey, we might find a couple squirrels on the road. <laughs> Bring them to Adam and put his beer in their mouths. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing says good advertising like a squirrel. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really, John? Oh, oh my God. So, Steve, obviously you're flying back and forth. You're not driving your bike back and forth. So you have a deal worked out with Harley-Davidson to like rent a bike periodically when you're doing all these events in all these different cities? Yeah, so Eagle Rider just signed an exclusive agreement. They used to be the rental agency, and it was kind of like an offshoot, but now they, they're the place in every Harley dealer. So I go to Eagle Rider with them, and we're working on agreements for long-term partnerships. Nice. But that's what I do. I just fly, land, rent, ride, go. Excellent. Yep. Very yep. cool. Very nice. Yeah, it's really easy, convenient, much better than doing 750. I should have listened to you, man. Let me just say this. I'm putting it on record. I should have listened to you. (laughs) I could have bet you a signed $5 bill, actually. (laughs) Listen, you know what? I I put myself in those situations where I've uh, overly, ambitiously, you know, on purpose almost stacked something very hard to ask against me. And, you know, when you do get through it, it's it's a great feeling. But then, you you know, you... It's one of those things where you just look back and you're halfway like, what was I thinking? <laughs> exactly. Why? 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 Yes, yes 100% actually, right on when, it. Actually, when I opened up, I remember that feeling when I opened up my second location, right? We were in West Palm Beach, and we were putting in a computer system for the first time. So not only did I have to barcode everything, I had to create the user code for every single item oh in my there. Oh, gosh. And I was by myself, and I can't remember, night after night after night, working in a t-shirt and shorts. Just entering the data of every shipment, Holy cow. right? Because I had no staff back then. I had one store. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and my friends and their kids would come in the next day to do all the labels and label them. But I would be able, and like the fifth night where there was a case of Red Bulls and Coke, <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, why? Why? <laughs> why? Why did I do this? I remember paging that. common sense. Yep, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, very rock and roll. But, All right. I, but let me say this too: I yeah. enjoy watching your following you on Facebook, man. You're, you're you're a real family man. I love watching that and seeing yeah. that about you, man. That's really cool. I appreciate it. Thank that's you. That's really cool. Yeah. I love watching that. Man. It, that's uh, that's my greatest accomplishment, actually. Yeah, I see all the posts. I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. It's like, all right, he's grounded. He, he gets Thank it. You. That's cool, man. Thank you. All right, so make sure you check out uh, lifeofaridetime dot org. I can't believe I totally just blanked. You're thinking about, he's thinking about the squirrel. I'm thinking about the squirrel. He's all, he's I'm thinking about a beer. About I need a beer. Somebody get me a beer. Where's, where's, <laughs> Colin, where's the beer. scotch reserves or bourbon reserves we're supposed to have here? You were supposed to be in charge of that. Anyway, so make sure you check out lifeofaridetime.org. Uh, next, this Do week, we, and yeah. you're at Neptune. If anybody's local. Neptune tonight. Yeah, ne- tonight. Neptune today, 2 to 7. All right. And then next mm, week, Memphis. And then two weeks from now, June 7th and 8th, everybody come, to, come to and blow it up, smoke in. Boynton Beach Friday nights is the June 7th, Saturday the 8th out of West Palm. I want everybody to come on out. It's going to be a great time, and I appreciate everybody so much for listening and having well, me in the studio I'm, today. Everybody Thank appreciates you, the good work you're doing, man. Keep Absolutely. It up. Keep good it stuff. up. Keep up the good work. Make sure you support the Life of a Ride Time or check out Los Kaidos Cigars because, well, hey, they're made at uh, Tabasa. The good people over at Aganorson are good friendly. Nice. Great white gringo, Terrence Riley. Who was just here. 
Yes. He was just here not that long ago, three weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we are going to, uh, well, get on a soapbox with Honest Abe. I'm going to save it to the end because I want Grace involved in this one. Well, so I'm teasing forward for the next yes. hour. I'm doing a and, full yeah. hour tease yes. is what I'm doing. Yes. We've got a really great cigar, Insane <laughs> Asylum, coming up uh, at the end of the show. I can't wait for that. Grace Sotolongo will be here. We'll find out what's going on with Grace. And she exited the cigar industry. And what's happening? Where is she now? Where is she now? How is she enjoying marriage? She's actually life? sitting right outside the studio. Hi. How you yeah, doing? I just saw her while I waved. Yeah, no. It was great. Solution solved. Yeah. It's a great Question time. Steve, answered. thanks for being here. Best of luck with all the rides. And until then, keep it lit. There you go. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We've got some exciting things coming soon to our favorite gentleman's club, the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Join them June 14th for their 14th anniversary in Glow Party. There'll be an open bar from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., and they're raffling off a free bar tab and a black card membership. Rum Shack is now at Rhino and has bought an incredible new menu. As always, they have one-pound New York strip special for just fourteen ninety-five every day until 10 p.m., whether lunchtime or late night. They'll be sure to keep you entertained. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back keep it lit with kma talk radio welcome back you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on instagram too yes it's mandatory welcome back to kma talk radio broadcasting live here in lovely west palm beach florida i am adam k the brewmeister with me of course mr honest abe hello hello and of course, Paul. Hi. Yeah. Coop on the phone. I'm asking at Colin if Coop's on the phone. Oh, he's not. I, oh, he was supposed to be. So I uh, I did the thing you asked me to. Thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, that's taken care of now. Well, let's and, uh, get into where are they now? I know we're. Oh, we don't have a liner for it. Paul, just yeah. sing it. Oh, there you go. Where are they now? Brought to you by KMA Talk Radio and our good friends over at Warhawk Cigar. Oh, there you go. Warhawk. There it goes. Uh, <laughs> so we're pretty to welcome back uh, Grace Sotolonko. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Don't, don't be afraid of it. I'm kind of actually. Oh, there. Are we good there? There. There she is. Hi. I'm actually kind of nervous. Really? What are you nervous about? Well, I haven't been on here in six years. So? It's like, so? Riding, it's like riding a bike. Well, you get kind of nervous that you're going to fall off the first time. And then you're like, oh, look, I know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been six years, which is a very long time. Since I've been on here, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, how long has it been since you've been out of the cigar industry? Almost five. So it's a long time for both. Wow. Yeah. Why don't you start with telling our listeners uh, what you did and how you originally got in the cigar industry? So I met Berta Bravo, the Guayabera lady, in 2009, <laughs> and I quickly started going with her to different cigar shops, and that's how I learned. You just went to her as a friend. You were going to cigar shops, right? Yeah. Yeah, and helping just hanging her with, out and ha- helping her, helping her with her with her store and stuff. And she makes the guayabaras, so yes. she makes guayabaras. Yeah, she and is I would wear her the guayabara lady. Yep. The guayabara lady, yes. Oh, that we were talking about her with uh, Pete that was on last show. Could be Pete Hernandez. 
he was talking about her. Could be. A lot of Peter people Hernandez, the human version of Yelp. Okay. There you go. All right. So I started going with her to shops, and that's how I learned to smoke cigars, because nobody before that had ever... Were you into cigars at all before this? Or no? no. No. I didn't even like the smell of it, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's so funny. in 2010, I met the Garcia family. And October of 2010, I started working for them. I was there for three years. What were you doing before this, other than just helping Bert? I mean, did you, were you, was, did you have a job? Were you doing anything? I was going to college, and I worked at a bank. So, oh, Teller? Yeah. Oh. Went to the boring bank. Boring job? I, I, tellers always look so miserable when they go in the bank. It was boring. Do you ever see a happy Teller? No, but I know a lot of guys that like exclusively date bank tellers. Why? Because you get them alone for a, br- for a brief period of time where they just have to talk to you, and it's like... They're in right there to, to say, hey, what are you doing tonight? Where do you hang out? Oh, I never dated any funny. of my clients. Really? I know a no. lot. Did you, of... But did you get hit on a lot? Yeah. Uh, a yeah. lot. A yeah. lot. All right. Was well, that so like, they tried. Was that like a company rule or was that a Grace Sotolongo rule? It was a Grace Sotolongo rule. I really never <laughs> dated anybody, even in the industry or anything no, like that. Nobody who comes to the bank, you're out. No, but I'm saying like work-wise for me was always like kind of like. Good rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a classy rule to have. It's I was a good never, rule. I was never good at that. Ninety nine percent of the time, it never leads to something good. No, 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 no. It makes life very difficult. Yes. The only exciting time as a teller was when you thought that you had like a you're being held check. up. No, a fake oh. check. No, that would have been really exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Thought but, you had a story. Yeah. The last, the last day of that I, when I had resigned, my last day, I caught a fraudulent check, and it was like the most thrilling thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Yeah, that's... Uh, the writing and the it just signature. looked sloppy. Yeah, it just looked I've seen some really good fraudulent <laughs> checks. We've had people steal our checks out of the mail, and we got the hologram checks mm-hmm. too. And they've erased who we've written the check out to oh, completely. Wow. Yep, yeah. and it's computer printed, and they've rewritten it. We've had the same exact problem it, and they've my taken company. it and they've cashed it. Wow. Yeah, I've seen some real good work. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just saying. Check you know, for us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm an admirer of good art form. That's you true. Know, <laughs> it's good work. It's good graphic design. Right? Good work. So so uh, now you take on and you get hired with My Father Cigars. And, and, and what did you do for them when they hired you? Uh, first, I was just doing customer service, answering the phone. You know, Front help. person. Yeah. In the, in the office down yeah, here in Miami. In the office. I was the only person that spoke English in the office. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I could see that. Yeah. Really? At Fluent. the time. Fluent mm-hmm. English. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was there for three years. I was moved up to uh, executive assistant, and I did some traveling with them. I went to a couple of shows. Um, actually, no, I only went to one show. And I loved it, and then I left. Um, and you left to start your own brand. I didn't leave to start my own brand. Okay. So You, 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 you were ready to move on regardless. I w- yeah, you okay. know that. And, and then you had a, a project of making your own brand. Yes, I... People don't believe it, but it's the actual truth. I resigned. I was there for two weeks. I didn't tell anybody that I had resigned. And when the last day came, that's when I officially put, you know, I've left my father's cigars. I was out of work for like two, three weeks. And I met with a few companies. And in those two, three weeks, along came Christian Iroa and Tom Lazuka. And Tom, I like, Tom Lazuka DM'd me on Facebook. And he's like, are you interested in like working with us? And I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you guys. Why not? And honestly, I wasn't looking for a brand. At all. That was their idea. That was their idea. And Cause, well, because you, know, you had a big following. Yeah. You were very popular mm-hmm. in the social media world. I mean, and, and you're a very pleasant person. So oh, it's <laughs> very easily that you were that popular. So they thought there'd be an opportunity to make a brand. And mm-hmm. it, it, it was a brand. I, I, I can't pronounce it right. Echicera. Yeah. I think that was part of the problem. Half the people couldn't say what it was. <laughs> but it was, it did, I mean, in my opinion, it did great. 
I mean, did he have maybe a higher expectation? I guess. Maybe. But. Not patient, maybe. I don't, I mean, in my opinion, again, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not the owner of CLE, but, you know, sometimes I think things deserve a little bit more time. And it was doing well. It wasn't going back. It wasn't, it was going up. It was etching just, forward in the right yeah. direction. Just taking too long, maybe. Right. What, what does hechicera mean? Uh, sorceress. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Oh, I kind of like that. You? Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. So did you, did, what were you, so what were your responsibilities with the company that it did? Were you going around doing events with the brand? Were you promoting yeah, it? Yeah, I was helping a little bit with um, social media for the company uh, through my, through my own uh, pages. And I was traveling with all the reps. I was nonstop traveling. Like I literally did you like that? A lot of people I don't loved, like that. You no, did. I love the traveling. You did. Yeah. It's now, the only way to do it, right? Now at this time, because I mean, I knew you when you were single. So at this time, were you in a relationship? About a month after I started working with Christian was when I started dating Gabriel, okay. my husband now. Now, so that means you were doing all that extensive traveling while you were in a relationship. How did that work? It worked out Was fine. he all right with it? Yeah, because I was very clear with this is what I'm doing and this right. is what I'm focused on. And very supportive. You know, I want to be with you, but this is the only way that I could be with you. Right. And it was hard. I mean, sometimes he'd travel so... It would be, we'd see each other on the weekend, and then he'd be out, but I'd be in Miami, but right. then he'd come back and I'd mm -hmm. leave, you know? Ships passing through the night. Yeah. Wow. yeah that's, but that's it was difficult. fun. Yeah. Or sometimes we'd meet up in, like, events. So that was exciting, too, because I'm like, <laughs> I haven't seen you, but I'm going to see you, you I'm know, doing at event. that event. But yeah. he's, in a, he's in a completely different industry, or no? No, he's, he's in the cigar industry. What does he do? I, I'm not familiar with him. I'm he's sorry. The, no, it's okay. He's the, he's the director of sales for a cigar brand called Casa Cuevas. Ah. Ah, maybe a future guest on the show. I was going to say, why don't we have him on <laughs> Paul's always looking for guests. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Casa Cuevas. He, he'd love to be here, for sure. So so, so, so being in the industry, he knew what you, were, what you had to do and what you were going through. Right, and we had been friends for a few years before that, so he knew that I was very committed to the industry and that I loved and had a passion for what I was doing. Were you attracted to him when you were friends? Did no. you think you were going to date him? Obviously Never. she was. No. She just said no. no. Come he on. Was, no, we were friends. We were legit friends, and that's it. Like I was friends for my wife for five years, but I was very attracted I, to her. Yeah, you were oh, attracted but, but, to but her. Hold on, but see, this, this, this goes back, <laughs> not to get into a whole relationship conversation. It's a men and women thing. Yes, because we, I think we've had this tangent before. I, and I've had this argument with my wife and many, many women, but it is true. A man's not going to be friends with a woman unless it's not so much on the surface. It's not so obvious, but somewhere there's in a the, chance. Yes, somewhere in the back, it could be way back in the depths of your brain. Exactly, that you are attracted to this girl, and if the opportunity arises, you're taking it. Absolutely, tickle, tickle, right? Tickle. Never, never wasted my time with a friend that I didn't think at some point there might. You be a don't chance. even have to talk to yourself about it. It's automatic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a hence, natural. Hence my wife. It's vivacious. A, we were friends you. for years, but it was always, I mean, I always tried. But I tried to five years. I tried and she Brandy said no. It, yep. it's, it's a natural filter we have. Yep. It's like, I don't know if it goes back to the hunting thing. or We're just like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know what the primal instinct. We're just not going to invest that time. Right. Right. In being a friend with somebody. I know it sounds very shallow. It sounds very <laughs> terrible. But, but I think it's the way men are. But it's are, honest. I it's, like that. It's the way men are wired, right? Yeah. Yeah, I gave away. I've always said, I've always said, look, you know, I, I don't lose respect for a man who's unfaithful 
because I can understand the weakness of it. I think guys who are really, really faithful are really, really good of never putting themselves in Absolutely. a situation where they have to make a choice. Absolutely. Right? I think that defines a man's faithfulness. Some of my right? greatest mentors have told me, if you, if you were in the situation, that was the mistake. Exactly. Don't put yourself mm-hmm. in that, that situation. That's, that's what differentiates, yeah. right? But I do have a problem with men who are unfaithful and flaunt it, right? Oh, yeah. I don't want to meet your girlfriend when I know your wife, right? Yeah. Don't bring her around. I don't even want to know about it, right? Because I know your wife. We go to dinner together, man. Don't bring her, you know? So that that's where I draw the line on that. But because men really are wired completely differently. So it's funny, you know, she's over here going, no, I wasn't attracted to him, but we but were she's friends. Probably well, and, and she's being 100% sincere yeah. because that's how women are. But here's also the thing. Gabriel's Berta's nephew. Oh. Yes. Not by blood, but it's like a Cuban relationship thing. Like Yes, I get it. Yeah. We're Mediterranean. I get it. We're <laughs> yeah. all cousins. I get it. Right. Same here. Yeah. And um, when I met him, he was married. And I knew his oh. wife and I knew his little girl. And So there was is, no shot. Yeah, this makes it <laughs> well, even it was, better story. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only it wasn't that shot, it's just I just wasn't interested. Like I'm right. the kind of person I always promised myself from situations that I saw growing up. I just would never do that to anybody or to myself to be in that position. So it was a very simple thing. We were friends. He got separated, and a year later, we started dating. Wow. You know? Okay. So Uh, hold that thought. Yes, Uh, it is. We're on a roll. We're going to take a short little break. (laughs) When we come back, we will have more with Grace, and we're going to talk to Mr. William Cooper. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, Kimasabi. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Smoke it. Enjoy it. Spend an hour with it and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continue the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. 
intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Want to be in the know and lift your cigar game? Join the Monte Cristo Social Club and stay connected with the latest cigar news. Discover events near you and see what's trending. The Monte Cristo Social Club is the place to stay connected to get the inside scoop and feel like an industry insider. Members can look forward to exclusive members-only benefits, special discounts, and details on how to gain VIP access to some of the most extravagant cigar events. New members receive an exclusive gift just for signing up. The Monte Cristo Social Club. Get in the know. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. What's up? And Paul. I can't. I keep looking at these pictures of the squirrel, the taxidermy squirrel. Are you not showing it still? Please stop showing it. No, I'm not. I'm just looking at it. Because it's here, I should delete them so I don't show it anymore. Probably yeah, you a good keep idea. putting it on yeah. the air. We've also <sighs> got our Where Are They Now with the lovely Grace Fotolongo. Hi. Hi. Oh, he put on his girl voice. <laughs> that was a good girl voice. <laughs> Come on now. You know I have to. I love Adam. Everybody loves not Adam. Well, she doesn't really know him, so I... Oh, I was Listen, on the show with him Adam, a couple times. Adam has, Adam has a handful of people that are hardcore like fans. I didn't say I was a fan. I said Go. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. I tried. I said I love you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I, I don't know. It was kind of a you backhanded compliment. You can love me. It doesn't mean you're my fan. <laughs> I don't, That's fantastic. Would I, would I wear a shirt with your face? No. Do I love you? I yes. would. Okay. You know, you know. I would. I would wear a shirt with his face. Paul on would. It. Paul has an infatuation. <laughs> yeah. Paul, he fascinates Paul, me. Paul really has an infatuation with Adam. I see. He does. Mm-hmm. I because I think it's an act, and every time I try to prove it's that an it's act, an act, it's so not. An it's act. not an act at all. No, it's just him. <sighs> I it's think if you could take him to Disney with you, you would. He won't go. Hell no. <laughs> no, he won't go. It's he, hot. There's a lot of people. We're staying at the Animal children. Kingdom Lodge this weekend, and we're going to have a Savannah view. My son's going to love life. The giraffes right outside your room. Your son it's won't awesome. remember nothing of it. He won't remember it, but he he loves animals now. Like he goes nuts when he goes to the zoo. Does he think, we, how old did, your does he think you're a little furry N- ten squirrel? Months. No, <laughs> I'm huge compared to. I am quite furry. Not really though. compared to a squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'll he's tell like you a s- jumbo squirrel. He's like the baby Huey of squirrels. 
<laughs> I'll tell you something quickly. Yeah. They won't remember, but you will remember. Those that's, that's what, what I'm saying. And we have season passes, Smart so we girl. go all the time. Yeah, he's a real Disney-like freak. That's why I moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah, my kids get one more Disney trip in their lifetimes from me. <laughs> well, you, yeah, yours is an expense with all oh, of them. Oh, you kidding me? It's like taking an army and yeah. the helper and the sister, whatever. Well, when you go, but, I'll show up there. But, but like, no, we can. But, like, you know, I took my kids when they were just at the right age. Asher was maybe, like, one. And just, right, so just he was a little walk. young, but the, the rest girls of them... were just the right age. None of them are old enough. We're old enough, like for Universal Studios or not yet. Now my oldest and my second oldest is getting to that age where they could do like a Universal, yeah, whatever. And the other ones will still enjoy Disney, so they'll get one more Disney trip, and then they're they're done with me. In Disney. So they get two Disney trips in their life, dude. How many tr- Disney trips do you need? <laughs> I, all right, we can't talk about this anymore. We, I go, uh, you're, I go you're, almost you're once too? a month. I don't have the time because of what I do now. I'm an event planner, so I work on the weekends. Um, but And obviously, Gabriel works during the week, so it's kind of difficult to plan a trip. Right. I do have season passes. I've only used them once, unfortunately. But I, if I could go more often, I would. Why? Because when you go... How dare you? When if, you go listen, once first a year... Off, if you take the kids that often, you take away the magic. No. Of no. no, you're wrong. I don't think so. There's something new every time to see. It's not that it's something new every time to see. The problem is that it's so saturated and it's so packed... That if you try to go once a year, you have to be there well, all day. Hold on. When and we went, we went for seven days. So we yeah, weren't in Disney I, like for a day and drove I don't, home. I don't have Abe funds. No, I can't no, go I'm for just seven saying, days. So saying, seven, <laughs> seven days is like forty thousand dollars. Yes, like, I know. I mean, literally, we, we were there for we were there for seven days. I mean, we we did a couple other parks and we right. did a, a water park and whatever but we actually went to Disney two days it was a whole thing it was like we just drove up for the day and drove back you know it was a whole I do that often Disney experience you know yeah. they got their little watches and their little things oh and, yeah you know they had a good time but if you go more often you can you know go to the park like four or five hours and yep. not stress over the lines because you know you can go back you again can always go back and do the next thing that you yep. do I pretty much mastered the whole fast pass yeah, I'm sure you did. Yes, I knew which rides to fast pass, which ride. I had studied it. You know, when you download the app, you could see what the average mm-hmm. wait time for all the rides are. So I knew the rides that didn't need fast pass and the rides that did need fast pass. Just okay. ignore them. They didn't need fast pass and pass. So I had mastered, and I had already mapped out from when we entered the park our whole where we were going to go. Right. So it was a very. Ugh, you're such a fun killer. Efficient experience. Yeah, that would stress me out. And then I just squeezed a lot of fun in. Listen, nobody else knew it. I'm the only one that knew it. You know, they were just following me everywhere, and they had a great time. That's awesome. But you were stressed. I wasn't stressed. I followed my plan. It was all thought out. Didn't have to think of anything. Okay. You know, listen. To each his own. Yeah, listen. When you plan accordingly, you get more fun stuff done. It was very fun. We didn't have a surprise. If there was a long wait in the line here for food, whatever, I had option B. We went and did option B. It was very simple. Now you don't have to wait for the food lines because you can order mobily. Is that the, is that a word? You can order from your mobile app to most of the of the fast restaurants. Right. And the wait is like two minutes. See, we didn't do a lot of the fast restaurants. We had the dining experience. I mean, right? we do that too. Right. But. When we want, when we're in the park and we want a quick lunch, you do, 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 and then you go over there. You wait. There's a line out the door for people to get I mean, in there, and you see, just walk up, grab your food, and you leave. see, like you're just walking in and out. But wait, till you get the activities. Like I, I want to take my girls to do the bippity boppity whatever boutique, boutique yeah. right? Which you know, get ready to refinance your house to do that. Oh yeah. But yes, we were, I, I was looking through two or three months in advance, and we couldn't get any yep. appointment in the park. Yep. But because I was ahead and I planned ahead, there's a bippity boppity boutique in the Disney Springs. Is that the, the yeah. shopping area? Yep. Yeah, downtown. The downtown. Yeah, in the world of Disney. Story. Right. So we had booked it there the night before 
The girls got to go home all dressed up. We left their makeup on in the morning. They just put their gowns back on. We went to the park, and there were princesses all day in the park. And that's because I was planning ahead. You're Otherwise, so great. They would have missed out on that whole experience. See, when I go on vacation, I like since I'm now an event planner and I've been doing it for all right? these years. I now go on vacation. I don't want to plan. I just want oh, really? to go with the flow. If I'm running late, we're running late. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. I just want to be like. Relaxed. I like to scope out good restaurants so, where we're going to eat when we go on a trip. Everything. What kind of events are you planning now? So this this is. This is your career now. This is what you're doing. Yes. In 2015, shortly after I got married, I I opened up the company. Called? So 2015, you got out of the cigar business. 2014. 14. Mm-hmm. Out of the cigar business. Out of the cigar business. I did a couple of jobs here and there while I figured out what I wanted to do with my life after. And uh, we got married in March of 2015. And a month later, I opened up my company, which is called Divinely Social Events. And we do everything from kids to adult parties, weddings, corporate um, you say we, who's doing it with you? You have a staff? Well, Gabriel works with me on his off time. Right. Um, it's a family business. My nieces and nephews nice. work with us too. Uh, they all have their full-time jobs, but on the weekends they work with me. So I'm basically the you know Monday to Friday planner, designing. Now, is this corporate stuff or mostly private stuff? Both. 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 Weddings, so like, if I want to do my kid's birthday, somebody will call you and say, I want to do a birthday for my yeah. kid. Yeah. And you plan everything soup to nuts. Everything. And they just deal with me and I deal with everybody else. Oh, I like that. I'm Even the one stop there you go. for I guys. like that. Yeah. It's so much fun. All right. Good time. Uh, we're going to have more with Grace. We have to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to William Cooper and see who belongs in a cigar and asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, Kimasabi. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar, smoke it, enjoy it, spend an hour with it, and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. Toscano cigars have been pleasing the palates of cigar enthusiasts for centuries. What began as an accident is now a unique and delicious smoking experience passed down through generations. Whether you're a full-bodied cigar lover who appreciates the power of our Toscano original, hand-rolled in our factory of Lucha, or someone who prefers a light, smooth cigar in our Toscano Classico, you become part of a Toscano experience. A unique smoke with 200 years of history and tradition. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. 
from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Uh, okay. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. I wonder if I should go turn the thing off. This Paul's not here. Turn what off? Turn the, uh, no. <laughs> oh, turn it on? Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, we got Coop, you, right? Yeah. I'll introduce Coop. Now I'll introduce Coop. Now it's time for our favorite blogger and media guy. It's time to find out what's the scoop with Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop, are you there? Yes, I am. It's been a while. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, we're hanging in there. So what is going on in the cigar industry this week? Well, we're a little over a month away from IPCPR, and we're starting to see some of the uh, bigger releases get announced. Um, so this past week, there were, there were several major releases, I would say, um, that folks should anticipate. Uh, first one's from A.J. Fernandez called D.S. de Gloria. Mm-hmm. It's one of those cigars that kind of peaked out right around 2016 when the Deeming Rules came in uh, for a limited <laughs> release, but now it's going for a full release here. Uh, what you need to know about that cigar is it's going to incorporate tobaccos from four of A.J. Fernandez's farms in Nicaragua, and um, you can expect to see that in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Gordo, and Short Churchill, um, and that will debut at the show. Do you get, is this like your time of year, like the Super Bowl of, of, of uh, cigar media when the IPCPR is coming out and all these new brands are being released? Yeah, it, it, it is um, It is very busy. Um, I actually now have proofreaders who work with me, and I have to bring in a few extra this time of the year. Whoa. Really? Look yeah, at just, you. Yeah, just to help out. Um, 
because I do have a day job. So it's, where, uh, did you, where did you go to the local grammar school and get a bunch of fifth graders and say, <laughs> hey, I need you to read these over before I type them and put them out? No, I actually, uh, people my wife knew, and my nice. wife wanted them as well. So she, she's getting, she, gets, she got pulled in as well. So. Nice. Even better. There we go. What yeah. else has got going on? Uh, my Father's Cigars has their announcement as well. It's going to be called uh, La Promesa. It's going to feature a dark Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper. It's going to be a slightly, I'd say, less expensive My Father branded cigar. Um, it's going to be in the eight to ten dollar range. So, you know, most of the premium My Father's cigars are over that ten dollar price point. So, um, that one is that was also a cigar that they said was released in 2016 in small quantities prior to the deeming rule. Well, I think they're all playing the predicate game now. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, one cigar that that was that that was kind of that surfaced in 2016. It wasn't really a secret, but it just took a while to get to market. Was J.C. Newman's American cigar? Um, so they're getting ready to launch that cigar. Um, I think this week. Month. Yes, this yep. week at, at Corona. At Corona, yeah. Um, and that's the All American cigar featuring the Florida Sun Grown wrapper, All American tobacco, made at the Newman's factory in uh, Ybor City. And everything about that cigar, from the boxes to the bands to the cellophanes, is all in the, in America. I actually got to go down to the factory last Friday. Um, got to see them making some of that cigar. Um, they have a very small role pair team there because most of the stuff is machine, but they've brought some pairs in to roll that cigar specifically at the factory right now. Nice. Very yep. good. Very good. Yep. Um, the other, the other thing you should know is uh, the IPCBR trade show has announced a date change for next year, not for this year. Uh, so oh, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Ongoing soap opera, you know, <laughs> anytime the, the IPCBR show uh, dates come out. But they've moved the dates uh, into July, from July 10th to July 14th. It was going to be the last week in June, uh, right, right up against graduations in the Northeast and uh, 4th of July uh, for the country. So... They, they they must have had an open they they must have got an opening and was able to take advantage of that. Yeah, it's definitely much better to not be right up on the butt of the Fourth of July like yeah, this year is. I was, I was, it was a little weird date this year. Yeah, and they were going to have yeah. the same thing next year. But hey, glad to see it back to the middle of July when it's scorching hot in the Las Vegas desert. <laughs> must have been a yeah. lot of people complaining. Yeah, I, I was actually just you know I was actually I was going to have a conflict with at least one the first day that show next year the dates they were so. Um, I'm kind of glad it moved. So I was, I personally, I was very happy about that. There you go. But it was, I had nothing to do with it. I'll tell you that they weren't listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have that much pull yet, is what you're telling me? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's unfortunate. So, Coop, what's coming up on cigar-coop.com this week? Um, I'm gonna have some more uh, info on my trip to Costa Rica. I'll have another story coming out on that. I'll also be reviewing the Herrera S3 Brazilian Maduro. Oh, nice. very good, very nice. Yep. Looking forward to that. All right. Coop, uh, keep up the good work. We will talk to you uh, in the near future. And uh, all good. All righty. Make sure you check out cigar-coop.com for all the latest news, information, and high-quality reviews of what's happening in the cigar industry. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. Take care, everyone. Take care, Grace. Take care, Coop. Uh, okay. Uh, always a good time. Always with a Coop. pleasure. And make sure you check out Cigar Hyphen Coop for all the latest news and reviews. It's a good lot of good information on there. When we come back, we are going to get on a soapbox with the man, the myth, Mr. Honest Dave. Hmm. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. 
Recognized and respected throughout the cigar industry, Eric Espinoza and his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, are committed to creating cigars of superior quality with the perfect combinations of flavor and strength for every palate. So whether it's the 93-rated La Ranja Reserva, the 92-rated 601s, the Murcielago, or the Espinoza Habano, Crema, or Especial, Espinoza Premium Cigars has the right cigar for you. The next time you're ready for a truly unique cigar experience, ask for Espinoza Cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Baker and Zimmerman, 
defending the injured. 800-866-LAWS. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Hey, hey, hey. And Paul. show flew by. It did fly by there. Yeah. Amazing what happens when you take a week off and then you come back and yeah. the show just flies Feel by. Fresh. It's so much I fun. get a little lost on a Saturday morning when we don't have a show. Really? I thought I figured I, you'd, you'd have enough going no, I on. I kind of wake up and go, oh, shit. Oh, we think we don't have a show. I, I, <laughs> you're just so used to having a show Saturday morning. Do you get to sleep in now? I, I got Do four they kids. Wake, I never sleep in. Well, I'm saying they don't, they don't wake up later anymore? Or? No. Give them Benadryl. No, no, no. <laughs> My kids go to sleep like at 8 o'clock every night. Yeah. So they're up at 6.30, 7. Yeah, that's like that's when Axel work. wakes up six yeah. o'clock. Yeah. But it's better than five a.m. Like it's he was good. I don't up. mind waking up early. Waking up early never bothers me. I'm usually up at six. Six isn't that bad anyway. Like no. six is fine. But I think six five is normal. Is, is I think crazy. Up at six is like normal time. You should well, when you have a job, morning. yeah. I think you should get up anyway at six. There's no reason to sleep at past six. I have plenty of reasons to sleep past six, but no, I get, not I a good one. No, it's probably not a not good one. Not a good one. I don't. I'm not going to have that for another eighteen years now. I guess not a good one. All right, so anyway, it's time to uh, get on that soapbox. Aim soapbox alert. Aim soapbox alert. Oh, boy. All right, so for those of you who, like, you know, freak out every time we get off a cigar topic, this is a political segment, so you could tune out now. Allison. Yeah. It, no. <laughs> oh, my <goodness laughs> I'm just giving you advance notice, and, and, and I'm kind of actually surprised I'm having this conversation, because for me, it's shocking that, that it's... Still being talked about so adamantly and adamantly now more than ever. And I've been very compelled to post something or respond to people. And I'm just trying to stay out of it as much as I can. Oh, I think I, I had no idea where you were going with this from the beginning, but now I feel like I know where you're going. Uh-oh. Where do you think I'm going? I think you're going in the Alabama, Georgia topic. The whole Roe Ro versus Wade yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just want to be clear on the stance. And, and I think people are very unrealistic because, you know, I, I'm, I'm pro life mm-hmm. and I'm not pro anti-abortion right i'm not I'm, I'm, I, I, look here's a problem with any legislation right with the pro-lifers and, and you being here as a woman because some of the defenses i hear are just absolutely absurd and this is my problem right you can't pass a law that's going to make the world a worse place right you can't just say they're not going to have abortions anymore because then all that's going to happen is young women are just going to get sliced and diced in some very bad places and it's going to do more harm than good right and um, the argument that you hear that, uh, you know, it's a, a woman's health. Well, mm-hmm. if it's a health issue, I'm, I'm all right with it. But a lot of times it's, you know, abortions are being used as birth control, mm-hmm. which I don't think it is. Right. right. I mean, you're, 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 I mean, these women out in Hollywood are calling for stop having sex and all this stuff with men. And, and look, the bottom line is, look, I didn't create how procreation works. Right. That whole process, you got to take it up with the big guy. Yeah. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's happening in your body. Right. Mm-hmm. And the word procreation means we're creating something that's mm-hmm. life. Now, you could you could define when and how. You could define when and how you feel that it's actual life. My personal definition is when something's growing, it's living. Right? If it's alive and growing, it's, it's, it's living. So, you know, that, that's the whole debate. So I, I, I think people need to really stop and think. Um, you, you're gonna, the procedure is going to be allowed. I, I think it should be only short-term, right? Mm-hmm. There's no reason there should be a late-term abortion, right? If you don't want to have a child, and that's, that's the course of action. You should know soon enough. Yeah, 30, 45 days, 60 days tops, that's it, right? Any late-term abortion is just wrong, 
right? And I just think it's a moral thing that that person has to live with, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't see it any other way than butchering something, right? Mm. They, these are the same people who want to save trees but don't care about saving babies, right? So I, I'm glad I don't have to live with that moral decision, right? But I think that if you've convinced yourself of anything other than you're killing life, you're just lying to yourself, right? So just be out and out and say, yeah, we're, we understand we're killing lives, but that's the decision I want to make. I'm all right with it. But of this, these whole arguments of absurdity that I hear all the time, and even from the, the, the pro-lifers of, you know, let there never be abortions. I, I, I think society at some point, I think society, like 50 years from now maybe, mm-hmm. maybe longer, is going to look back at us and look at how barbaric we are, right? I, I just think we're so absurd that how we look back when slavery was going on, like mm-hmm. what were they thinking, mm-hmm. right? They're going to look back at us and say, what were they thinking, right? At some point, you're just going to have to acknowledge through, you know, that, hey, abortions are going to exist in this world. So your pro-lifers just need to come to terms with it and say, look, here's here's what we can accept as far as when it should happen, mm-hmm. right? But I also think that any women on the left or anybody who, these men out here who are trying to protect women's right to, to listen, at the end of the day, you're, you're butchering a living thing. And if you're all right with it, that's on you. That's something you got to live with the rest of your life and deal with your maker. But I, I just wanted to say it out there because it, I just find the arguments from both sides to be so absurd. And I can't believe it's such a hot topic. It's like the hot topic right now. Yeah, well, the, the crazy I, mean, I can't believe it. Well, the crazy thing, I can't believe we're having these issues with, like, the legislature in Alabama and Georgia have now passed these laws to abet- to completely abolish it when we just had the Me Too movement not that long ago, and that was the biggest thing going. I mean, I, how how have we come like full circle again? I do believe it's political jockeying. Mm-hmm. I think they're purposely putting these things out there for people to argue and debate over. I mean, I think it's insane. You know, uh, you're our, you're on hand libertarian, <laughs> you know, liberal here. What's your take? Uh, listen, it's a it's a it's a topic that was big when I was younger, and now it's I guess big? come to light again. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, so. I, I kind of am where you are. I don't know that it would be for me. Um, I don't believe in late-term abortions whatsoever at all, at especially all. now that I have a child. Oh. Especially now that I have a child, I don't think I could ever, if you had asked me you know, two doctor, years ago, I'd be like, yeah, we we could probably, you know, it is what it is. We'd have to do it. it, it is, I, I don't see it as a form of birth control either, but you're right. If you don't know within the first 30 days that you don't want to have the child, then that's when you should be able to do it. After that, it, it's I. I had this debate with my wife, and, and you're a resident female right now. Yeah. Speaking, but, you know, so yes, my wife glad made, you came today. My wife made sure. the argument because my wife's kind of on my side, but obviously feels more for the, the women movement. But you know, she's like, well, sometimes women don't know in the first 30 days. Okay, so that's 60. her argument. That's true. That's her argument. Have you ever seen those that that Discovery Channel show? I didn't know I was pregnant. They all of a sudden they just pop out a no, kid. No, they're, they're like, like oh elephants, god. and they're like, oh my god, I they, popped well, out a baby. They that, are I, they are big ladies. I've been pregnant, and I know what it feels like. You can't not know. <laughs> like once a baby starts moving, like they kick your ribs and stuff. Like I don't understand how you don't know. I, and, right, and and, but, you, and you know there are people on the left who after the baby's kicking or they still want to say it's okay for them to have an abortion, right? Mm-hmm. Which I find absolutely... I don't agree with that. Yeah, I find it absolutely absurd. And, and so, I mean, where I'm, do you stand on this? For me, I'm a little torn. I think when I was younger, I was probably like, you know, sort of how a lot of the liberal women are. Oh, get out of my uterus. Blah, 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 you know, because I didn't really like think much of it. But even now that I'm a mom, it's still, you know, it's, it's a conflict because I it's not for me. I never, even when I said, oh, get out of my uterus, I would never... 
have considered one. I think there are many other choices because I know a lot of people that would love to have kids and can't. And sure. I think adoption would be sure. a thing too. Something that I would love to do in the future too is adopt. But, um, you know, I have a daughter and I have, she's two and a half. I have my heart daughter, who's my stepdaughter. She's nine. And I can't imagine if one day they were to make a mistake because we all are human and we all make mistakes mm-hmm. that I could look them in the face and tell them, you have to have that baby. I can't like they are girls and they deserve to know. And I think it's my job as a parent to inform them and tell them this is everything you should do to not get pregnant. But But, that's my argument. See, my argument is the argument on the left that none of them are really making sense. Right. We're not talking about when it's a health issue. Right. We're not talking about if you got raped or, you know, some incestor situation where the, you know, we're not talking or, about those. Or if we're it's, talking about the social. We're talking about when you're just using right. it as birth control because right. of their own irresponsibility, right? Right. All right. That they will now want to abort a baby. Now, like I said, I'm not saying don't have abortions. I think you need to limit the time. Right. It should be very, very early I, on. Yeah. As early on as you can make it where it's fair, but after that, it shouldn't be happening because yeah. you have a right to your body, but there's another body inside you that has mm-hmm. a right, and. They, I, I, I don't know what the end result is. I don't know what's going on because now the laws are going way the other way. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. It's, uh, as, as we've said a lot of times, especially with all the stuff we're going through with FDA to bring it back to that on the cigars, it's like, it's, it's the Wild West out there. It's, the government is the Wild the West. The government is the Wild West right now, and no one really knows what they're doing. Everyone's trying to fork their own way and just create their own path and get their own name out there and trying to just put their stamp on something. Mm-hmm. The so government that, is in chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it is in chaos. And, and listen, I'm all right with you being a woman want to make your choice, but I, I also want you to be honest with yourself and say, hey, you are ending a life. Because that's what it is. If you try to have any other argument, I've seen grown women who's talking about a baby kicking and says, oh, it's not a human being yet. How do you define that? How is that even possible? So, you gotta. The but, problem is that you have to, not have to, but we're all in the situation where we have children. The, my my uh, view on no, this not. change. No, I'm saying the three. I'm pointing at the three of us. The three of us. Colin and I are out of this. I know no, you guys good. are, yeah. but but it's different. I, I hated when people would tell me you'll see when you have children, but there's it really does change you. It really does make you look because I would have been in a completely different boat beforehand. But I witnessed the pregnancy. Yeah, I think I was. I mean, I didn't believe in before my child was born. I don't think I would have believed in late term abortions and that type of thing. But after 30 or 45 days, would you, if you had asked me, is that, yes, it's alive, but is it really a human? Is it really, it definitely was a blurred line for me. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Now we want to argue what makes it human, right? Because some people say, oh, it's the consciousness. So, So let me get this straight. If a guy's in a hospital and he's in a coma, he has no consciousness, is he not human then? Right. And it can still feel at that so, point. Yeah, so mean, it's Like I said, if it's growing, it's alive. Right. And that's my definition of it. But once again, I'm not heartless to the situation, right? I think it's I think it's a hard choice that people just got to yeah. live with the rest yeah, of their, their, their lives. Mm-hmm. But I do believe there should be some control. There should be some parameters in which it exists that are reasonable. You know, and that's, I that's where that, I'm at. I think that that we're in a generation where parents have decided that they are their kids' friends. And instead of informing kids and saying this is what you should do and this is these are the precautions, this is like the cause and effect of things, 
they're just like, oh, let's be friends. Oh, let's hang out. Let's this and that. And you'll that's learn that from school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> well, no, I think I came from a house where uh, you'll learn that in school. You know, my parents were very shy about talking to me about stuff. But, you know, when I asked, it was answered. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a, a, a they didn't initiation. Sit you down. Yeah. They no, it wasn't an initiation on their part. But I think that if parents take go back and say, I'm their parent, this is the consequence of your actions. These are the things you should do and stop being friends. I think you can be friends with your kids when they're older and they've been, you know, brought up in a certain way. You can't be friends with your kids when they're like five and eight. Oh, let's get Facebook and, you know, yeah, mm. go with me here and go with me there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There have to be boundaries. Kids have to be kids. I yep. agree. To get to a certain point where they can make decisions like, wait, I agree. what about abortion? What about drugs? What about sex? What about this? I agree. All right, this has uh, been the KMA Soapbox. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the discussion. <laughs> oh, good. And, uh, even, though we have even though we haven't solved all the world's problems, we will try no, again next week. I just wanted to voice that out there. But I yes. feel better. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we have time for what might be our best insane asylum insane ever. Asylum so let's see this week what belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week, who belongs in the Cigar Insane Asylum <laughs> brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. All right. <laughs> I just like started that. reading a couple of lines. Uh, this week's inductee at least tried to cover up his bad decision as a parent. Uh, back in March, Brian Couture, 40, of Forest Grove, Oregon, called 911 to report someone had entered his home through a sliding glass door, fought with him, and stole some of the money. Police found the home ransacked and spotted with blood. Couture told officers the assailant stole $750 of his daughter's Girl Scout cookie money from a jar. A horrendous and deplorable crime indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, later, investigators spotted inconsistencies in Couture's story, and the cookie caper crumbled. Uh, when confronted with issues in his story, Couture finally cracked. He told police that he stole the money from his own daughter to pay... Really? (laughs) (laughs) To pay for an erotic massage. That's one expensive erotic massage. And then faked the robbery when he realized he couldn't explain the missing funds. The blood found in the house was almost certainly Couture's, the DA's statement added. Couture pleaded guilty on Monday to initiating a false report. Uh, and he was put on probation, fined $100 in order to perform 80 hours of community service. He'll also have to repay what he stole from his daughter's cookie fund. The Girl, the Girl Scouts said the group was working with prosecutors to recover their money. In this case, a happy ending wasn't so happy after all. No. Congratulations, Brian Couture. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Okay. <laughs> and it's real. Wow. I, 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 I sourced it in multiple places. That was a places. great one. That was a great one. That could be a... Well, if he was with the owner of the Patriots, then maybe 750 is. Ouch. There you go. I tried to avoid that joke in the story myself. I, I'd like to believe that 750 gets you a lot better experience, but uh, I don't know. Next week on KMA, <laughs> Michael Capolini of Toscano Cigars and Dave from Sailfish Brewing Company will be here. Till then, and as always, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory.
We've gotten some exciting things coming soon to our favorite gentlemen's club in the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Join them June 14th for their 14th anniversary and glow party. There'll be an open bar from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m., and they are raffling off a free bar tab and a black card membership. Rum Shack is now at Rhino and has bought an incredible new menu as well. As always, they have a one-pound New York strip special for just $14.95 every day until 10 p.m., whether lunchtime or late night. They'll be sure to keep you entertained. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.